The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. And welcome back to the Adventures of Toxic City podcast. We have an amazing show for you today. We have artist, Mr. Josie Devora, Rooster Pop himself. His company's called Rooster Pop. His art is amazing. His personality is okay. No, he's an amazing guy. Um, we love him here at Toxic City. Probably our number one selling artist in our art gallery. And just all around, cool dude. Get to know him a little bit today on our podcast. We're jumping into that before we get into the amazing Josie. Let me tell you about some stuff, babies. Let me tell you about some stuff. I have recently seen a movie, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to promote here. Um, it's called Cooties. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I'm not sure where you can. I did not watch it illegally. Download it on my computer, I can tell you that. But I randomly saw it. I um, Cooties, man. Elijah Wood has uh, Dwight from The Office. Um, Rain Wilson, I believe is his name. Um, Jack McBriar from 30 Rock. Um, a bunch of other comedians. It's about a bunch of teachers in an elementary school. In the middle of a zombie outbreak, my people. This this is my kind of movie. Totally cheeseball. Um, amazing children just being zombie children being slain at a school. Um, I want to give it props on the chevometer. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven or eight. It was good, entertaining. Loved it. My chevometer is not like any other meter. Some crappy movies are going to get some high ratings. I can tell you that. So don't judge that uh, um, rating on anything that you like. I like crappy stuff. The movie was cheesy. It was over the top. It was hilarious. It looked like it was filmed in a few days. I'm not sure, you know. Um, But the whole thing, the whole premise was um, awesome. This uh, elementary school is in this small town that has a chicken factory. And one of the chickens was, I guess, poisoned. And they served nuggets to the kids. And the uh, nugget started a zombie outbreak. A zombie virus in elementary school. It's called Cooties. Stop what you're doing. Check it out. Um, If you have time, rent it, watch it, whatever. Um, It's pretty awesome. I just want to throw that out there. I hadn't seen a movie in a long time that uh, really made me smile. I was like, man, I'm glad I saw that. B-movie, Cooties, Elijah Wood. Check it out. Good stuff. I'm going to shut up. We are going to jump into my interview with Mr. Josie Devora. He is, um, you know, we're going to get into some Comic-Con shenanigans. We're going to get into the, the, the heartbeat of his work, what inspires him. We're going to get into some, some art talk, even beyond this pop culture, um, pop sense of, of uh, nostalgia, I guess, that inspires a lot of artists around here. So we talk a lot about a lot of stuff. Um, and so, anyways, great guy, fun interview. Check it out. Here it goes right now, baby. I feel like we should be supervised. Are you, you ready for this? I don't. This doesn't. I don't know. This is starting and really dirty. It's starting bad. <laughs> Welcome to the adventures of Toxic City. I'm your host, Chevy Chavaria, the excellence of podcast execution. You like how I do That's that? That's beautiful. Thank you. That sounds Actually, like a mortal move. It's a wrestling yeah. thing. I don't okay. stole it from a wrestler. I um, This is my good friend, Buddy. I met you recently. Um, love hanging with you. Mr. Josie Devora. Did I say your last name right? Not at all, but it's well, close enough. How do you say it's your last name? Devora. Devora. You know, it'll do. That'll right. Do. We'll do it. I, I got the Josie down. You got the Josie down. His so company is called Rooster Pop. Yes. He is one of our favorite artists, my, one of my favorite artists, Stop. at least, Stop. in I'm our art gallery here at Toxic City Comics. Um, and I'm just throwing this out there, our highest selling 
artist. Oh, stop. So I, I'm, I'm $3 down, is Right, great. I'm putting my gum right here. Oh, that's, Just on the stand. I'll get it later. It. Later. <laughs> right. I think that might be sticky tack. It's, it's gum. <laughs> but uh, I'm down. Um, yeah, so um, love your art, bro. I'm super excited. Thank you. What do you, you. We were just talking about this before I hit play on my little um, recorder here. What do you consider yourself? Artist? Illustrator? Uh, I don't know. I guess just a creative. Um, I want to say artist. Like, what are you? A creative? I'm a creative. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I mean, I do animations, cell by cell animation, um, drawing, sketches, concept design, storyboards, sculptures, a little bit of everything. And then there's more stuff I want to do. Right. So I kind of feel like the artists from back in the days were like, oh, you're Pablo Picasso. You have to do Rubik's Cubism. You can't be known for anything else. But I kind of want to play with everything. I like that. That sounds inappropriate and right. really describes my I mean, personality. I mean, before I asked you on here, I knew there was not going to be anything appropriate <laughs> not about all. this podcast. So I ran into a comic palooza randomly yes, due, yes. due to my Bumped wife. Real hard, yes. And we're going to give a Lolo a big shout out who's in Europe oh, right now. She is Lolo, touring Lolo. Europe. Lolo's girl. That was me trying to be Snoop Dogg. That was. That was I don't Snoop Dogg so, well. You look just like uh, him. Thank you. Thank you, but around. I, um, <laughs> I, she's touring Europe. What is she doing over there? Lolo is touring Europe. She's checking out art galleries and making some connections. Is she going to the Banksy there. Gallery down there? She is, she needs to. Right. I told her if she's not going to go, there's no point in going anywhere in life. Um, it's up for about like another. You should quit everything right now. You should right quit now. everything, including living. Right. But um, it's literally, at one point, it's going to be like two hours away from her. So I was like, yeah. you need to go. If not, we're not right anymore. And so she makes bags for your company, Rooster Pop. Yes. She makes okay. some awesome handmade bags. Right. And she's your business partner. Them. Yes. She's right. awesome. And she's my manager. She's my she's my world, baby. Oh, she's I like world. that. But uh, she's a big pushing force right. for Rooster and, Pop. And she's a little scary. She's terrifying. So she puts you in gear. I like that. I like that. Don't give her like a razor blade. She can do that flip with your tongue thing. Oh lordy. She can't. But I feel like if totally. she could. Right. But uh, but she's awesome. She's a big thriving force and pushing force for Rooster Pop to create new stuff. That's awesome. And so um, she made some bags. My wife noticed them on your table. Yes. Um, I'll be honest. I walked by your table first time. Didn't even. I I said, "Ah, whatever. Well, had I like farted? You'd be like, "What's that smell?" Uh, Right. Oh, I'll stop here. I'll stop now. I'll stop now. That's my game plan. Smells like rainbows. And um, she uh. My wife noticed her bags and pretty much drug me. Get over here. Look yeah. at this. Buy me this stuff. Was it a Frida bag? I think and it was a Frida I think Frida it was bags. a Frida bag. And then we kind of walked around the side of the table. Then I noticed all the art. Yeah. Um, really fell in love. And um, I said, I got to get this guy. We were in the process of opening the shop at the time. And you were one of our first artists on board that were like, I'm down with this. And again, number one selling artist in the gallery. Well, you um, gave me the pitch. You said it was like a, an awesome new big space. And you right. guys were going, you didn't want to just, just be a comic book shop. Right. And I to totally lied. Comic- but it you worked. Totally <laughs> no, but, I'm uh, just kidding. No, but it's an awesome. I mean, that's what I love about Toxic. Not only are you guys willing to explore and try new and different things other than just being a store that sells stuff. Right. You guys are offering an experience. And when you come here, other right. than the people who are cool at work here, you know, maybe you're kind of cool. Uh, I'm, uh, right. I'm right. Everybody else here is amazing other than you. But, um, <laughs> You guys have artwork on the walls. You sell prints. You sell comics. You sell figures. You sell handmade goods by local artists here too. Other than you know, other than me, there's yeah. there's. I saw you've got some handmade like pillows and baby stuff that are still comic book related or cartoon right. related, which is which keeps it within a theme and it's fun to explore new stuff like that. So the fact that you guys want to carry some some cool local shit and support local makes a big difference for me. Right, and as I love an artist. Right, yeah. and we we'll started going through your art. Um, it, it's it's very as a as an onlooker, mm-hmm. it's very. Um, nostalgic. It's very yeah. about what I like. It takes you to those moments in your your childhood. My phone just rings here. You know, what? you got to get used that's to that. Fine. Um, that's we're, fine. we're in the Toxic City Studios. We got to we got to store roll it, rock that's and roll it outside. It There's so many and secretaries you, you all this, tied up on the phone line. You had right this now. look on your face like, what? What's going on? Right? It's, it's, it's in the podcast. It happens cool. every podcast. That's People cool. call. That's cool. Um, and so, anyways, very nostalgic. Very. 
take you to your childhood? Did the answer machine come <laughs> yeah, on? Where's totally. my crew at? Who has an answer Where's machine? Where's my crew now? <laughs> That's awesome. I hope they got it. And so um, it happens. You know what I'm That's saying? That's cool. Um, nostalgic, nostalgic. Nostalgic. And uh, no, it's just, it's good stuff, man. It, it, like I said, it takes you to your childhood. A lot of things that, as a grown man, yeah. I'm a grown man Mostly. with a beard Mostly. who loves cartoons. I still watch, and so a lot of stuff you're inspired by. I'm like, I get yeah. this. I know this. I'm still, you know, I don't let this stuff go. Um, and, and I'm, you know, it goes from, oh, my God, this is a cartoon when you're a kid to now as someone who appreciates design and art yeah. and animation, I look at this and go, oh, my God, that was amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm in, I'm in love with uh, Pixar. Almost everything yeah, that for they sure, do. For sure. um, Toy Story just has a piece of my heart. Yeah. Um, all, all this stuff. For me, just, even their shorts before the it, movies make it, my heart melt. Exactly. And, and so <laughs> I, um, you know, one day, and you know, I don't, I can't, um, I try to draw, and then my six year old son laughs at me and draws better pictures. <laughs> and um, that's what he does. And he's just like, really, dad, give it he's up. He's your son. So uh, right, right. You <laughs> and that? so I, but I, you know, I like to write stories and all that stuff. So when I yeah. see these, Stories come to life. I'm inspired when I look at your work. Yeah. It reminds me of that feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. And so let's talk about some of your biggest inspirations. Well, in for me, I mean, for a lot of them, like I have my I have my fun art and my fine art. I have my fancy girls with beautiful hair and sexy bodies, right. um, which is, I guess, more of the adult. And I still do it. Like even when I do my my more seductive looking girls, right. I still give them really colorful hair and really colorful eyes. For because for me, it's still like a kid looking through like adult eyes. Right. You right, know, right. The world is still a very childish place, and it's only as colorful and right. as happy as you're going to make. Because if not, it's pretty gloomy. Right. And that's where I like my fun stuff, too, because my entire personality is based off of South Park and the Flintstones and the Jetsons and right. all the cartoons all the, and uh, Tiny uh, Tunes and Animaniacs. Right. Just to let you know, all the thumping is Josie. He's yes. a mover. Oh, yeah. I'm He's a, a mover and a shaker, man. So his hands on tables. And, no, you're solid, bro. But, uh, I just want people to be like, what's wrong with their mic? Like, maybe there's a little Josie tiny just being guy. alive. Just being alive. Just being alive. And but so, it's my heartbeat. It's the rhythm of my soul. Right. But, uh, that was very Miami. And these you. are my bracelets. You see right. Oh, really? Right. Gloria Estefan open That's right. But uh, but yeah, there's definitely on, a baby, lot of do the conga, yeah, yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got too. But uh, but cartoons are a big. I don't know. Was it Ricky Martin? No, it was Gloria Stefan the Barrio Boys. But um, I'm down with some Barrio Boys. That's cool. That's cool. Inspiration. I did the robot to it a couple times when I was eight or nine. I like that. But uh, but yeah, a lot of definitely cartoons are my my main inspiration to my personality, and and I mean, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was like my life when I was little, and why? Um, I guess as a kid when you didn't know. Or you didn't know that there was possibilities of cartoons and, and people existing in the same world. I mean, it's obviously That's, as an adult, you're like, oh, cool, yeah, it's just drawn over it and right. rotoscoped and all this other stuff. As an animator, you learn this stuff, but uh, but seeing it like a kid, it's it seems like the world is so full of possibilities. And then somebody tells you, hey, they just drew those cartoons over it. You're like, it thank you for seems, ruining my life. Well, no, right. it, could, it could have been hard right. and shattered my dreams, but it didn't. It made me made me want to be one of those people that made a kid go, wow, that you know that this is pretty awesome right um or even possible or just to imagine just to see it and it's basically like your imagination coming to life right so a lot of my stuff is i mean I d i've done a lot of mashups when it comes to the characters i've done a lot of really stylized stuff with my styles and different styles and mixing up different styles just to give a new look let's right. say on the flintstones or a different power ranger or a funny looking beetlejuice yeah just because for me it's um anytime i draw that stuff or i recreate it for me it's kind of like time machining back when i was seven or eight or nine or ten or whenever i saw okay. these films or cartoons and uh, really getting inspired by them like the first time that I saw them and trying to recreate them to make them new to make you relive that moment. When you say inspired, let's explain a little more on that. What do you mean? Like what inspires you? What do you, 
What do you get in your head, your uh, heart, your eyes, whatever? Well, for sure. I mean, when I'm creating a new piece, um, for sure, I, I, I get a little obsessive. So let's say I'm, okay. if I'm creating like an Adventure Time inspired piece, I'll definitely put Adventure Time on repeat. Okay. And then I'll put, I'll, you know, I'll save a lot of pictures that inspire me that in, in that style. So then I'll recreate something within that style or within my style and still within within the theme. So for sure, I'll, I'll kind of do, for me, when I watch something that I've already seen before, it kind of freezes time for me. Right. And it's really annoying to everybody around me because I put... I'm that guy. I put it on repeat. I'll put that song on repeat for three I'm hours. That guy. Or that video on repeat. Uh, albums would not leave my car for <laughs> months. My child, I listen to this band called Me Without You. Amazing, like, uh, spoken word poetry over Led, Zop, Led Zeppelin rock and roll kind of vibe. Uh -huh. Presley, my oldest child, was in the womb. And I literally listened to it for nine months straight just because I love the album. It's called Brother Sisters, one of my favorite albums, Me Without uh -huh. You. And um, check it out on iTunes today. They, right. right, and they, um, <laughs> they, uh, when Preston was born, I listened to it so much. When he was born, he'd be crying as a baby. I'd put on the first four seconds of the song, first album, he'd, he'd just stop crying That's because he heard awesome. it so much in the womb. Yeah. And my wife was like, really, like I literally had the album in my CD player for you know a that's, year or that's, whatever. They had to get the so. CD replaced. Right, right, right. I have it on vinyl now. Nice, <laughs> um, but uh, good upgrade. Yeah, good right, upgrade. right. And so no. Um, what, what, let's say, I heard you mention Adventure Time, I heard you mention Beetlejuice, uh, Power Rangers, let's go Beetlejuice. What do you like about Beetlejuice, man? Oh, wow, there's so much. I mean, I mean, you, you can't, you can pretend you don't like Tim Burton. Right. Everybody. I love Tim Burton. Loves Tim Burton, or secretly I get, I get, I get yelled at a lot for yeah, right? my, my loud obsession love for Tim Burton and That's, everything he's done since I was a kid. Uh, and Beetlejuice is one of the gateways to Yeah, for sure. To for that. sure. For me, I mean for me it was the creativity. I mean like 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 uh Who from Roger Rabbit was creatively mind blowing to me. Right. I think Beetlejuice did the same thing with like for me special effects and makeup and right. stuff like that, um, which I do makeup as well. Mm -hmm. Um it kind of made like a real, like, you know, Hoover Magic Rabbit was a cartoon version, but right. Beetlejuice was so stylized right. with still being actual physical things, whether it was costumes, makeups, yeah. or like the sets, or the house when it was remodeled in right. the new Beetlejuice. Love it. Amazing. And all right. of Delia Dietz's outfits. Art. Exactly. Her my art, mind. dude. Yes. Her, um, I want to recreate and, those sculptures. They right, are right. And they're just like, and, and I, you know, amazing, like, here's this, and you run, you probably run into this in your world. Mm -hmm. Here's this lady who's like, I'm an artist, and it's hideous, yes. but beautifully hideous. Yes. But she doesn't even get it. Yes. Like, and so the, the characters, right, right. And I, um, that down to the, I'm a weirdo, but down to the textures of the Beetlejuice, uh, uh, the, the tuxedo yeah. he puts yeah. on, or the and, wall textures, and that just, like just the little things stone. he does, and his like his for attitude sure. towards like, hey, baby, hold this. You know, he's pulling yeah. out mice and stuff out of his pocket. Yeah. And so for me as a kid, I was like, there's this dark. I want it to be him. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I need some um, fake grass to live under and pull out a car, all the cardboard and stuff. Pretty it was, much. I mean, it was just flies with butterfingers. Yeah. Right, right. Roof, and so he was, he was so like, just annoying. But yeah. Had this like attitude over, you know. Yeah. Um, and, well, I think that's and, what what sold me. I mean, on, on the movie because when I was little, I'm sure I didn't understand the full story right. the whole time, anyways. But the visuals were so impactful, and his personality was right. so so out there, and but cool. I try to be okay. cool, Dad. You know. Yeah. I let my kids watch Beetlejuice the other day, and yeah, it was nightmares. the worst idea <laughs> I've ever had. And they were like, "Wow, you know, knocking on the door." The that snake is gonna kill me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing with Mars Attacks. Same thing happened to me. Like, hey, watch this, and then um, I'm like, I cannot believe. They just said, you know, you forget they use this language because as a kid, maybe you didn't catch it yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And now, I'm, you know, some of the... Um, some of the beeps. That some of the beeps. There were no beeps because I got the DVD, you know? and um, so. <laughs> Unscripted, what, unrated. What are your thoughts on Edward Scissorhands? Um, I, I, I love it. I mean, that was incredibly inspiring. For me, it was like Little Shop of Horrors, Edward Scissorhands. Freddy's were kind of there, even though I had a lot of nightmares when I was the little. The Nightmare on M Street. Yes, Nightmare right. on M Street. I had a lot of nightmares throughout my childhood. Which okay. sucked between like Because I saw Chucky... 
by mistake with my parents. Awesome. Great fathering skills. Right. But um, that's me. That's, that's me. me. So we watched Chucky. I was. I think I was like five. My brother was. I was. My brother was eight. So my sister was six, and I was uh, five or four or five. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, it was slowly, progressively getting worse and more scary. But you know, my dad and my mom and everybody's just enjoying right, it. Right. But we were genuinely like, you know, pooping our pants. Right. So, uh, so I had a lot of nightmares. Oh, but you, still, I used to have a, my buddy, which was the. Did you? I wanted one so bad, but yeah, then my mom not still really. has it. I still have him. She has a my buddy and a kid sister. Nice. And, and so, like, you know, when I saw Chucky, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Well, um, well, we never got to have those dolls, but if we did, I'm sure we'd be scared of them. We had a right. one red-headed doll that after we saw the Chucky movie, my dad right. kept throwing at us. Which I love that. But what's crazy is, even though it was really, really scary, and, you know, Freddy was really scary, and Jason was kind of scary, because it was right. a mask. Um, when I was little, there was a show called Movie Magic. Okay. Which was a show specifically about special effects and how they do stuff. Okay. So, like, the tales uh, from the crypt, the, right, right. the crypt keeper. So, <clears throat> one thing that helped me conquer my fears was watching this show called Movie Magic, which now you can find all over YouTube, thank God, because I've been looking for it for years. Awesome. Um, and it shows you how they did, like, stop motion, how they did makeup effects, how they did animatronics. So, that helped me get past my fear. And I think that kind of inspired me to where, where I say, instead of being an artist, I'm, I guess, more of a creative. Right. Because... I like work. I want to work with animatronics. I love working with stop motion and with clay and with sculpture and with paint. And I think just watching like Who Framed Roger Rabbit in Beetlejuice and Chucky as terrifying as it was, right. or seeing these special effects in uh, Beetlejuice and all these and the Little Shop of Horrors inspired me to be to want to look into those things right. and to want to kind of make those stuff too and, and be one of those people that made other kids mainly you know adults too would be awesome but mainly kids go wow is this real or could it be real right. or what if it was real you know and I guess. I guess little by little, mainly movies was really my big inspiration. Movies and cartoon shows are what makes me as creative as I am. So watching stuff that when I was little, somebody else had to have been creative to make that stuff. Tim Burton was brainstorming brainstorming a lot before I was even probably born to come out with these films. So when I saw it when I was little, somebody already went through their creative process and and deep reached into the deepest of their souls to make some cool imagery. So now I'm there as an adult and I have my craft and little by little, you know, I want to come out hopefully soon with a, a children's book and some more animation stuff right. that I've worked on and hopefully inspire other kids and, and people to want to do stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Which I think I, subconsciously is a great amazing. Go about it. I remember, you know, going back to Edward Scissorhands, like, mm-hmm. it was the first uh, time I saw something that was very dark yet so bright at the same time. Yes. And it was a contrast of worlds. Yeah. And that, I mean, if anybody knows me, kind of sums me up in my personality. Mm-hmm. It's boom, yeah. boom, boom. There's no in between. Yeah. And that, that, that it was beautiful. Actually, me and my wife actually walked. She walked down the aisle. Most people do the wedding theme. Mm-hmm. She did the Ice Princess theme to you know <sighs> no when he's way. cutting up. the Yeah, thing I was about to ask you because I think when and I was so, like seven, I cried to that scene where she's like spinning in the snow. Yes, exactly. So my wife walked down the aisle to that. And if you ever come into Toxic City Comics, I have an eighteen-inch um, Edward Scissorhands sitting on this. You do. Yes, that and is so a sexy that Edward Scissorhands. Is what? Thank you. Thank you. He thank works you out. Much. He works out. Right, and so he, right now he's pushing a shopping cart full of toys on the counter. <laughs> Um, but um, he is the big reason why I own that, and I paid money for that, and a lot of money is my first jump into giant toys and yeah. vinyls and getting into the love of that, things that inspire you, yeah. is because that one piece of toy that somebody said, oh, you're a grown man who collects toys, well, to me, that's the reminder of my family and this art form that even Tim Burton led the way yeah. to do, of this dark, this light coming together, being in, all in the same world, reminds me of my wife and the love, and, and the, those, those moments that... Where you're watching these things that are so magical, which I, when I watch these movies, that's, that's what I yeah, feel. Yeah, I get engulfed You in get it lost in this world, and you're lost in it together. Yeah. And so when um, we're talking about somebody um, is commissioning you to do a piece 
about um, if, to them it's Harley and Joker watching Netflix. Yeah. Um, as you're an artist, you're in commissions piece. Like some people are like, well, I don't get it. Well, I get that because yeah. a lot of our dating whatever was, hey, let's get lost in this world, but let's get lost in it together. Yeah, and it could you, be something you know that they connected, saying? you know, that you connect with or they connected with first, whether they connect through comics or whether they just describe themselves as like Harley or as a Joker. Right, right, right. Um, this mad love that's yeah, through exactly. all the craziness, through all no the whatever, sense, but, it totally but yet they're together. Yeah. And so it's inspiring. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think there's, we definitely all have something that we reflect on. I mean, obviously we're our, we are our own personalities and right. our own traits make us different, but it's nice to say, hey, I'm totally like Edward Scissorhands in this way because I was an introvert when I was little and now right. I try to be more, you know, outgoing because in the movie right. he kind of does that. Uh, right, he, he never knows what's going on yeah, and I yeah. sometimes feel like that. Like, I don't, I don't get what's going on right now, no you know. No clue. Right, I'm just gonna jump in this. Just Let's jump go. In this. There's a guy with a knife, but that's fine. Right. But uh, but I think for sure we we a lot of my commissions are that where they're like, hey, I want this character doing this specific thing, which really usually reflects what they like to do. Right. Which I think is the best way. And same thing like when I said when I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit when I was little, I think I got like um, my idea of love, I guess, mm -hmm. came from the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit from when I think I saw it when I was like seven or something. Right. And there's a randomly speaking, of course, because uh, that's how we do here. We do super random. <laughs> right. Uh, there's a scene where Eddie Valiant, which is right. the detective guy, asks Bob Haskins. Yeah, Bob Haskins. Uh, yeah. Love that guy. Silent right. here. Um, she he asks uh, Jessica Rabbit why she's with. Uh, Roger Rabbit because right. you know she's so sexy and beautiful and seductive right. and, uh, and you're trying to Roger. say Roger Rabbit is not <laughs> in, his, <laughs> in his own furry way uh, nowadays right. he'd be super like hot guy right but, uh, but he, he asked you know what, what, what made you want to marry him mm -hmm. and she just gives this really simple line where she says he makes me laugh Right. And to me, that gave me such a big impact throughout my entire life, where I kind of, like, I loved right. Robin Williams was another huge impact on me and Jim Carrey. Um, and I remember hearing an interview with Jim Carrey where basically he'd say sometimes he'd hurt himself really bad to make people laugh. Yeah. So having heard that line where he, you know, he makes me laugh, um, right. throughout my entire life, especially when I was little, I'd go ob obscenely violent, usually towards myself, to make right. people laugh and make people have a good time. And I think that definitely influenced my personality, like I said. Right. Because I like to make people laugh and make them have a good time, right. whether it's through my personality, through really, really bad jokes, through inappropriate jokes, right. mostly inappropriate Which jokes. Which I'm throwing, I'm giving a big shout out to my boy Josie over here who has not I've gotten so it. inappropriate on this podcast. Because any other time, we'll yeah. We'll up with other stuff. But I, uh, I usually hang out with a bunch of guys who have no. Yeah, there's no limits. Yeah, yeah, we, need no Brita. we need a Brit up. Uh, right. But uh, but I think uh, lost my point. Yeah. ADD is wonderful. I do that. But uh, but I think definitely there is a uh, love. Yeah. He makes me laugh. Thank you. He makes me laugh. So yeah. So I was uh, really into making people laugh, and then I learned that with my art, I can also do that. So, because like I said, you know, right. Pablo Picasso only did Cubism. And, and your, your art is fun. It's yeah, fun. that's what I and wanted. And that's what catch my eye, because you go to these lot of cons, and there's, and don't get me wrong, I love superheroes, I'm yeah. in it, but you get the big serious, like, oh, and then you get, like, kind of these dude bros. Yeah, who are Superman's like, oh, yeah. S is backwards. They need like, to be, like, uh, Batman only needs to be in the dark. No lights on Batman. He's the Dark Knight, you know? <laughs> and then you, you know come that's to probably your, true. I'm sure there's somebody right, out there with that. Right, and so you, um, you come to your art, and it's fun, and there's light, and there's life, yeah. and there's it's silly and it's, it's definitely like, got playful colors yeah, and playful yeah. styling and there's a lot of mashups because it's fun to right. see you know characters in different right. different settings but you've got to make it fun just so you can experience it again for the right. first time and, and you're not and I, I mean I'll go on just talking to you you're not just um, uh, Adventure Time you're not just nowadays you're you're inspired by you've actually studied in, in depth like actual art like art yeah, that's hanging in a museum for sure. and for sure. what are some of your biggest inspirations in there um 
I mean, Frida's a big one. Salvador right. Dali's a big one. And so you start looking to some of the paintings where he painted poop on pianos. Right. That, but, uh, that's what inspires me. Just the poop when on the piano. You pianos. gotta go, you gotta go. Um, why, why those particular artists? Um, for me, I think the surrealism was definitely a big thing because it was so different. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't really get Pablo Picasso at first. I was like, oh, well, you know, as I'm growing through high school. You're supposed to like him. Everybody right? likes yeah. him. Yeah. So I thought, honestly, I thought he sucked. I thought he couldn't draw. Right. So then I found this one book. Because my thing is I have ADD, so I don't really read, which is right. bad. <laughs> um, I look more at pictures. And right. I learned more from the pictures. As an artist, I learned more from the pictures. If, I'm sure I'd know twice as much had I read the little paragraph on right, right, each right. one. But I, uh, uh, I think in my... Uh, sophomore year in high school I found this really big book about Pablo Picasso and I was bored I was like oh let me flip through the pages and the first pages were these beautiful still lifes where it was actual like people looking like human beings painted really well in oil paintings like right. they almost looked like pictures they were painted right. beautifully and um, as I went through I saw his transition into his cubism and it was it was for me in the beginning I was like oh maybe he just doesn't know how to draw where I learned is like he learned how to draw he knows all his all his techniques and his measurements and right. human anatomy but then from there, he learned his artistic eye. And that's right. where he put his perspective and his twist on different things. And when I learned, you know, one of the main things, supposedly he would start painting somebody. And if the person moved, like he'd have a conversation with them. And if the person right. moved and turned sideways, then he'd paint the eye sideways. Yeah. And I was like, I just thought he couldn't draw an eye in the beginning. But now it's like, right. there's a reason for each little stroke right. and each little cube. And it's like, your purpose is greater than the painting. You know, your process is even cooler than just the painting and colors themselves. And I thought that made it more powerful to me. So. Right. Going from an artist that I thought couldn't draw at all to uh, to realizing the, the masterful skill that was behind his brush is like, ah, you sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> but a lot of artists are like that. Yeah. But the only thing I don't like of, of you know the past is, like I said, Picasso could only paint cubism, Frida and Dolly can only do surrealism. Right. You know, if you wanted to draw like a cute little cartoon character, it'd be like, ah, Frida, you're a loser. You know, right? Get out of here. Like if Tim Burton, go shave your eyebrows. Go shave your brows. Your <laughs> yeah. But uh, but a Tim Burton. Uh, I'm sorry, not Timber. If uh, Stephen King now did right. some sort of happy peppy children's book speaking about positive energy and adopting puppies, you'd right. be like, eh, I don't know if I like it. Because you know right. it's Tim, I'm sorry, you know it's Stephen King. You would assume only horror, right. like the killer lamp from outer space. Tim Burton also did uh, Big Fish, which doesn't yes. quite always have that feel. Yeah, of but it's one of my favorite Tim Burton movies. Exactly. It doesn't look so much like a Tim Burton piece, but for me, the. Uh, I think the script sp spoke more right. Tim Burton to me. because It's very one, imaginative. Yeah, that one is Takes really to impactful world. to me, for sure, yeah. for sure. Great storytelling, um, we can say that. Yes, That's yeah. That's what I like. Well, for me, I mean, I, when I was little, uh, uh, I was always very scared of death, because there was a there's a death early in my family. My, okay. my uh, godfather passed away. So I was always thinking about you death. Do you want to talk about stuff. that? Uh, well, he, he just passed away when I was young, and there was a lot of a lot of thoughts on that when okay. we were little. How old um, were you thinking? I think I was about four or five. Okay. <laughs> Oprah. I know, right? Steroids, I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out. It's getting real. It's getting real. Uh, it's getting real. Let's take it yeah. dark to the dark night. So, I'm, yeah, you're at five. and So, uh, so there was a lot of, uh, I guess, thought on death. And when okay. I was little, I'd heard about the apocalypse and stuff like that. I was like, oh, right. we're all going to die. It was really sad and depressing. But uh, movies like Big Fish, there was, I think there, there's pieces of movies. Like I said, movies right. really influenced me a lot. Um, that you take and you and you, you take and you keep and you implement in your life. Like I said about Jessica Rabbit, kind of taught me how love, like the rules of love, should right. be. Um, I really, I think I watched Big Fish like four or five times, and I don't remember the whole thing. I remember pieces that you love. Right. But there's this one part that really caught me. I think it was the entire point of the movie, and mm -hmm. if it wasn't, it was to me. And it's when he saw uh, when he saw the witch and he saw his death in the eyes of the witch. Right. I suppose that was the most terrifying thing. Everybody knew how they were going to die, and they were terrified. Right. But the fact that he saw his death and he realized, oh, it's not the fact that I'm going to die that should be terrifying. It's the fact that I'm going to survive anything else that I want to do. Yeah. And I thought that meant so much. Instead of That's wasting awesome. my entire life worrying about, oh, how's it going to end? It's like, I can actually make it begin this whole time. Right. You know? So 
for me, going back ten pages, right. where I was saying that cartoons and movies were a big influence. Is, on is me. you know, and it goes back. And still to, are okay. Now we're sounding like Facebook memes, but I'm totally okay with it. Oh is, my God. is living, you know, breathing, or is it doing the things you love? You know what I'm saying? And that's so, so deep, I fell in. Right, I don't, so I don't deep. Know anymore. We're in. We're in. Oh, we were in a canoe, we were in and a now canoe. I'm rolling solo because Josie fell in the ocean <laughs> of my thoughts. But, but I agree. Um, I mean, I think. It, it sounds you know. stupid to say, like, you know, I meet a right. lot of girls. And we're just, we're two grown men with beards yeah, getting inspiration from Tim Burton movies. And I'm totally okay see. with that. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm in that. And yeah. like I said, a lot of these guys that are into, uh, I have friends that are like, yeah. into like, oh, it needs explosions. Boom, boom, boom. There's not, you know. And <laughs> Give me Expendables I, they, they don't, I don't even get it. Yeah, I don't even, yeah. Tim Burton. But everything inspires yeah. us somehow, whether it's Tim Burton or whether it's, uh, you know, other things that right. I can't think of. Bottles of water. <laughs> I like which that. Is what I'm holding, I can think of that. Right. But um, uh, everything is, everybody's inspired by something. Whatever it is, as long as you do it to the max, you know, you're the coolest. Right. You know, praise them. But, uh, but for me, it's anything creative makes me want to be more creative. So when people ask right. me, like, what's my style or what do I do? Where we opened up, Josie, right. what do you do? It's, it's really hard to say because I know I'm all over the place. Yeah. But I want to be all over the place. And, and I that's think, my favorite I think thing that about should you. be okay, you know? You know, when you come in here, we sit down and we're, we'll start with, okay, we're going to conduct business. Yes. Because like I said, you sell your art here. There's a business side to it. We do splits. Yeah, we give sure. your money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. By the end of the Which conversation. Awesome part, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, you know, hey, we're thinking about this. We're thinking about that. Yeah. And by the end of the conversation, me and you done went down 50 roads. Yeah. Oh, you know, amazing. One of my favorite people yeah, to talk to. Yeah, it'd be cool if we could mention know. some of the things that are possibly in the future. We are getting there. Okay. I'm going to okay. I'm gonna go. I was going to wrap that up with that. That was good. But you sure. want to. We're, we're, uh, we'll throw it out there. We're we'll the Toxic City. That's right. Mr. Josie, to say your last name again. Devora. 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 It, it's, it's in Spanish, I guess it would be Devora. Yeah. Which Devora. Uh, is a Spaniard descent, which I don't know anybody in Spain, but I wish I had an inheritance. Right. Um, More, so what's your what's your nationality? Let's get in this. Oh, I'm Cuban. Which He's means, Cuban. Which means I'm really loud, and we can make anything float. <laughs> That's cool. good. But uh, I think I float. I'm pretty buoyant. <laughs> uh, you, you, but uh, I only hang out with buoyant people. <laughs> <laughs> if you're unbuoyant, get out of my life. Get out of here. Um, um, basically. That reminds me of a funny joke, but it's probably inappropriate. <laughs> I like that. But uh, I used to have a theory that the apocalypse was going to be uh, taken over by uh, larger people like me. <laughs> okay. That's why I figured I'd get a little chunkier. So because what's going to happen is we're just going to get tired of all the skinny people and eat them all. Right. And I'm I good. I'm I'll down. survive. I'm we'll winning. Survive. But um, I might be king <laughs> at the end of this. I might. I'll be, be your king. right hand holding right. the box of twenty piece nuggets. Thank you. But, that uh, used to be our friend, skinny friends. Yes, they're delicious. Um, um, I like this turn to, to cannibalism. It did. I'm it in did. It. You never know what adventures are going to go. You, you never know. But uh, where were we? Uh, buoyancy. <laughs> buoyancy. Oh, I'm Cuban. Like an I'm Cuban. orange. I'm Cuban. Yeah, you're Cuban. So, uh, so I'm Cuban. I, I believe like four or five generations back, there's some sort right. of Spaniard um, in my family. Well, what's okay. cool about Cuba is... Um, You've been to Cuba. Yes, I have you go plenty there of family. Often? Yeah, um, I think I. You go to going. Miami, same thing. Yeah, right? pretty much. I go to <laughs> right. Miami. Born and raised, Miami 305. Whatever that bald-headed rapper says. I don't know. Pit Rottweiler. I don't know. Snoopy dog. Pitbull. Pitbull. But um, what's cool about Cuba oh, Lindsay is Lohan. That's all right. I know. Uh, uh, she's That's not all Cuban I know. at all. I know, but he mentions Karen her in the, Diaz in the is song. Cuban. Really? No, but I heard that somewhere. Right, and you're gonna and I go feel with like it. She is. I've seen Charlie's Angels. I'm okay Charlie's with it. Charlie's Angels, come on. Right. <laughs> of all the Cameron Diaz movies, um, I could have named. That's the only That's one. The one I went she was with. in the Mask. That was another that, yes. awesome movie. She was in the Mask. That inspired me. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm Cuban. What well, the cool thing about Cuba is Cuba has every shade, color, and creed. So there's okay. literally, in Cuba, which everybody technically is Cuban for generations now, there are really, really dark, dark, dark black people. There are really, really white, albino-looking people. There's Germans, there's Asians. There's basically, like, every color and creed in Cuba, but in the end, they're all kind of Cuban, which is, you know, right. the, the thing that connects them together. I think that's so cool um, about living over there. So 
I guess at some point, some Spaniard came to Cuba, and they're like some sort of ancestor of mine. And my family right. has like every shade and color, which I think is really, really cool to say yeah. that your family, you know, there's really no discrimination. You have the awesome. Chinese to English to whatever it looks like. Right. Physical race looks like, um, but all within the same like little island, which is like the right. size of like, you know, this table. <laughs> like but yes, I'm Cuban. So devora in Spanish technically means to devour, which oh. means I should be eating more than I am. Right. So, Your disappointment to, right I, now. I'm I so disappointed. Had, we had a turkey. Right. <laughs> right. We, we could be eating it. and podcasting. Oh my God. And it, the turkey might even be dead. We don't even know. It yeah, might just be It would feathers. eventually be. I like that. That's cool. So where were we? Where were we? I Devoda, don't know. We were talking about future yes. stuff. Yes. Well, we'll get into future stuff. Um, so as an artist, what? why did you become an artist? Like at what point? How old were you? What did you do? You said one day, I'm going to draw. Or? Uh, well, since I was little, I, I have still a bunch of the drawings. I've always wanted to draw. I don't know what originally inspired well, me. Yeah, what was like, hey, I want to do this. I don't know. I think and I this is what you drawings. do, right? This is all you do. You're yeah, an artist. Yeah, it's my full-time like, job. Well, I'm really working for the paper, but I work I'm a newsboy. I work for the Right. Hiding okay. alien sightings. No, um... Since I was little, I think I remember being like four or five and still doing sketches. I mean, don't get me wrong, they sucked. They were horrible. You were four and five. You were like, I I couldn't sell them at the cons. I can barely speak English. Right. But uh, I've always, I've always been drawing, and I have memories of like my first drawing where I learned to draw um, the female figure. Okay. uh, Which my mother was my first inspiration. So she Mm. was a nice, round, plump. (laughs) <laughs> Big-breasted female figure. Right. And uh, I met your met your mom. She's you nice. You did. You did. She's, She's nice. sweet. Don't look at her breasts. That's I will not. I now, you, now you only will. Okay. But, uh, I like that. I, I guess I won't look at him again. <laughs> but uh, she 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 first taught me how to draw my like because I used to draw heads like a circle. I still remember like these yeah. little things when I was five or six. Um, and then she taught me how to draw them like a U instead. And then how I learned how to draw eyes. But I was bad for a long time, so I just do nothing but eyes. And then I got better at it. Right. And then the hand was the hardest thing, so I just drew nothing but hands, which is the and best model. And you were model. five at this age? No, 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 no. Over the years, I'm sorry. But so. you start off and you're like, wow, this this looks really cool. But then you look at somebody's face and you're like, oh, cool, this looks nothing like it. Like if they got hit by a truck and, and yeah, it's yeah. on, then maybe it'll look like it, but not really. But um, over the years, I got better at it just because I really never stopped. Um, I never really went to an art school because my family wasn't really, didn't have too much right. money when we were growing up. So I, I guess technically it's, I'm self-taught, but realistically everybody's right. self-taught if you just go to class. Right, right. Um, but I've been drawing all my life for sure. And cool. I think I've done it professionally now for about 15 15 years awesome 14 15 years um and i do from commissions to you know animations i do character design right. stop motion storyboarding i've done for production companies um a little bit of everything just because like i said i want to be able to play with everything and you are on the comic con circuit right now i am in the con circuits for sure i'm hoping next this upcoming year to go to san francisco uh-oh um, oh girl um or maybe the New York one. I just got to see my schedule and see if right. I have any uh, any art coming up because I want to basically, for sure, I want to do a big show this year, maybe around Christmas. Right. Uh, what's up? Uh-huh. But, uh, but for sure, for sure, I might be doing a tour of the U.S., okay. hopefully middle of, you know, 2016, beginning right. to middle of 2016. That's just got to be really planned out. But, uh, but I'm ready to start a different adventure and chapter and see who I meet and, and what kind of kooky mix-ups I get myself into. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Let's, uh, some of the coolest things you've done as an artist, people you met um, in the con scene doing whatever. Tell me a cool story. <sighs> well, I got to hang out with one of my very close friends, Abe, recently. Yes. He is an amazing artist. Um, What's the full name? 
Uh, well, I think he goes Artist by, Abe. Yeah, he goes by Artist Abe. Artist Abe's like, amazing. So let's just Google search Artist Abe. He'll and come up. And I, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm gonna, I'm getting Josie. He's never listened to this podcast, but if he does, I hope he does. I hope he does. That uh, I'll tell him. I'll tell him right, listen. Artist Abe, if you're listening, my name is Chevy, and I love your work. <laughs> it's amazing. He is and I, um, I want to sell your work in our gallery. Yeah. And I can even give you an art show. Yeah. It's a little, I mean, it's a little, it's a little it's story, a Texas. You. Yeah. you know, it'll be good. But I just love your work, and it'll get it here, and I can even buy it myself. And yeah. And so um, he, he's an awesome artist, and he, he, this year I know I don't know if I last year, but I know this year he's basically been touring the the con circus, right. circus circuit. It might as well say circus. Might as well be a circus, right? Um, this past year too, and he he does really really well with that too, and and he's got so many fans and so many followers, and his skill is on very on point. So and he does a lot of mashups, which is what I love because I love seeing old stuff in a new way. Yeah, he's really really cool. I mean, I'm originally I was born in Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. Right. Let's, let's get the sure, I'm one of the 13 colonies. Right. But um, <laughs> uh, I was born in Hartford, Connecticut until I was about 10. Then from there I moved to Miami, which right. I lived for like 15 years, so I'm a Miamian. Um, and then I've been here for a couple years. But I go back and forth for Miami. Um, I've done a bunch of art shows in Miami. I've been in Houston's in base. I'm, yeah, I'm Houston-based now, okay. for sure. Um, but I've done um, Art Basel twice, which is really, really big show. Right, and that's um, where? In in Miami. It's okay, and is this the one shows. where you connected with the voice of Master Shake? No, I did that here in Houston. Okay. He's amazing. I'll, remind What's me that. Name? Remind me that in a minute. I've got a, he's a whole okay. category. Let okay, let's go. So I've done uh, Art Basel. I've done uh, the Wynwood Art District. I've done a couple. These are all in Miami. They're really, really big art stuff. So over there, I do more of like the big gallery stuff. Okay. Here in Houston, I've done more of the con stuff, more yeah. of the local, because I like the whole local artist scene. I think that's really cool that the community in Houston, in Houston, and in Texas in general, is willing to support local artists right. and craft it, Is it people. that feel in Miami? Um, not really, to okay. tell you the truth. I mean, Miami has more of a cool gallery, hip, let's go to the club. Like you gotta be somebody. Galleries, if you gotta be somebody. Like the not, gallery gotta, has to be a club. It almost. has to be. You have to like, oomph, oomph, right. oomph, to walk in. But, uh, You're like, I, I oh, think, where's my white pants and my white the blazer? <laughs> Where are my gator shoes? Right, I'm not gonna wear but, uh, a shirt under this, let's go. It's the right thing. It's just one long rosary and like a tank top. <laughs> but, right. uh, but Miami's definitely got, is more of a gallery scene and it's more of a, it's more about brands. Even when it comes to art, it's more about you know who's already made it and then right. let's put them in a show and then add some stuff to that. Then, honestly, supporting local. Like, it feels more, let's p- put people who are already names out there or really, really successful and push them. Yeah. Then, uh, there's a lot of local artists that are amazing that have gotten pretty big through publicity. And we're talking about Miami. Yeah, Miami, Miami. Okay. Who've gotten pretty big over there, but I feel like it is more of a struggle over there than it is over here. Here, it feels like the people are way more. Here in Texas. Right. Not just Houston. Um, right. I've been to San Antonio and Austin and Dallas. It feels like people in the community are more willing to support local. And that doesn't mean just buying prints and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they really are engaged and want to know more about you as an artist instead right. of just another product. So that's what I really, really, and that's why I think I've stuck around in Houston and in Texas because the people right. really are, it's that Southern, Right, I mean, they support local. Charm. And yeah, we have local sure. art here at Talk City Comics. Yeah, plug, plug, plug. Totally do, which is and we have your saying. art, number plug, one plug, selling plug, artist plug. in the gallery. And we are uh, getting new art from you. Yes, We're doing that. We're talking Master Shake. Master, thank, thank you. Uh, I met Dana Snyder, which is okay. the voice of Master Shake. He's also a voice of, uh, I'm going to say Grandma. For those who don't know, Master Shake is? From Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Which is a show on Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network, Was yes. it still airing? Was. I think this is their season. They just had their season finale, or they're okay. going to have it. I think they just had it's it. It's been on forever. It's, it's amazing. It's been on for like, I think 20 Meatwad. years. Meatwad. I can talk like Meatwad. It's creepy. Like, do it. Meatwad. That's perfect. Oh, my Lord. Right, so I'm, I'm going to bring you back, stage. and we're going to do an entire interview with Meatwad. You totally should. Uh-huh. It's also technically the 
the voice of Stitch. It's like, oh, hello, it's fun. Oh, my God, Isn't Stitch is awesome? my favorite. Uh, cheaters. But, right. um, but Dana Snyder, who's an amazing voice actor, uh, voiceover, voice artist, I don't know. He's right. awesome. Um, he's got a great personality. And then he's been on um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Squidbillies, right. uh, Bob's Burgers. He's done a voice. So what is he doing to Bob's Burgers? Bob's Burgers, he was the guy who owned, I can't remember his name, but he owned a lizard. Uh, so he was there for an episode. It, you'll Google search I've it. seen almost it's all horrible. of them. It's horrible. I don't remember I can't, Yeah, yeah, But it was awesome because the moment I heard it, I was like, that's totally Dana. Right. And uh, he also, he did Adventure Time. He's one of the wizards, the one that touches anything that comes to life. And he's like, okay. mommy, daddy. Awesome. Life with a little flower on his head. So he's, he's uh, but he does voice acting. He's yes, voice. he does voice acting. What's really cool about him is his voice is so unique and so cool yeah. that uh, he doesn't really have to do other voices. It's just, you just want to hang out with this guy. Just he's, that one voice. Just that one he's, voice he's is so a, cool. It's okay. Put it on everything. He's like the little girl from uh, Bob Burgers. Yeah, like Louise. Yeah, like Louise. totally Louise. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know her name. Google I, it. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but she's everywhere. But, uh, she's Trixie. She, she is. She was on Last Man on Earth. Um, she was on Thirty Rock. Watching. She was on something yesterday too. <laughs> so she's on a thing. Oh, she she's in Gravity Falls. Yes, she's, she's a little girl. Uh, yeah, she's my kids like. I, I, I don't know, I, 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 know her name. Uh, Maribel. No. Maribel? Mabel. 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 Gonna, people right. are going to unsubscribe from our Right. No, you don't have no, no cartoons. Y'all say y'all new cartoons. Mabel I do like Gravity Falls. Different. We talked about it earlier. Gravity Reminds me of Falls Little Kids X-Files. Little Kids X-Files. Yes. yes. Um, my kids, though, listened to it, and then I was, like, watching a show with her on it, and they were like, hey, that's that's Mabel. Like, why does that lady sound like Mabel? I think those were their exact, yeah. uh, I was like, well. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Yeah. But, um... Master Shake. I just call him Master Shake. So I met him. He was doing signings and autographs at Comic Palooza this past year. Okay. And I had. So this is recent. Yeah, this is recent. So so I had two tables there, and I was hanging out with two friends of mine, Marcus. Shout out to Marcus and Tammy. Uh oh. So they're obsessed with Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Bob's Burgers. So they're like, wouldn't it be cool if we got to meet him? So what was really cool is the night before, um, for the vendors, there was a little VIP party at the right. hotel. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I never get At the hotel right outside of I'm the I'm never convention. a vendor. I'll invite you, bro. I'll awesome. You. Dang, I'm going to be crashing. But, uh, so white, white pants, white tuxedo. Totally. White No shirt. Doing well. No shirt. No shirt. I'll be like, I thought this was Miami. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not. It's <laughs> um, So this I go to the VIP party. Boy. I go to the VIP party the night before. This is a pre-story. Okay. Um, and I guess it carried over from one of like the celebrity parties. Okay. It was a private room that they had rented. Uh-oh. And there was like four or five celebrities there, but I don't, I'm really bad with names. Right. I know faces, but I'm really bad with names. Right. So, uh, so me and my friends are talking, and we're having like these little free taquitos and stuff. And um, I hear Master Shake's voice say something, and then he, this guy just comes over. Because I didn't really know what he looks like. I recognize his voice. Right, I didn't know right. what it looked like. So he comes over. He's like, hey, you got some of these taquitos here? And I was like... Yeah, I kind of do. Would you like one, you You're dirty like, bastard? Because I like insulting people when I need them. <laughs> right. Did you say uh, that really? I totally did. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I like one, you dirty bastard. So it was really cool. So I gave him some of my taquitos and we took some pictures. Uh-huh. Um, and we put a little taquito fang so we looked like we had crooked taco teeth. That's awesome. Which is the right thing to do in Texas, I think. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, but he was really, really You're like, nice. why don't you look like a shake? <laughs> <laughs> Can I drink you? This is right. very uh, dirty. <laughs> but, um, but he was really, really nice. And it, it was really refreshing, especially for a celebrity, right? Uh, right. To, to see that they, you know, they're human and, and right. have a soul that they're not just, you know, hello, you want a signature? That's $20. Right. He was a really, really nice guy, and it was really nice that well, he Well, I think voice actors 
Maybe yeah. a little different vibe yeah, than like. Probably, well, you're probably right. Right. Because at the same party, fun side note, at the same party then, there was. Then, you a, know, like Xander from Buffy. Oh, I'll you're give like, you a good one. Hey, no. Xander from. Oh, why are you getting arrested again? <laughs> but go ahead. I'm, I want to talk to you, Xander from Buffy. Well, fun story. At the same party. I love after, Buffy. It's one of my favorite shows it's, of all it was time. It was the best. I had like six posters. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think all. I paid for a single one, but I had them, if you know what I'm saying. Right. But um, <laughs> so at the same party, after I met Danny, who was really, really nice, really cool guy. Um, I went to get a drink at this little open bar thing, and there was this guy standing next to me, and I couldn't figure out who he was. Mm-hmm. And he was a uh, Caucasian gentleman. Right. And I, all I can think of was like, I know this is a this is a white guy who's in movies, and I know he's in a bunch of movies. I just can't remember a single one. Right. Like I would just, you know, it's a strike conversation. I want to be like, oh, you know, you're Bill from uh, Bill's Ex- right. Adventures or something, right? right? Couldn't yes, think I'm of a Bill one. From Bill's Adventures. For sure. For sure. So the whole time I'm just like, so I just nod my head. I couldn't think of any funny jokes or anything to say. So I just look at the guy. And I'm like. Having a drink, and he's like, "Yep, just thirsty." And I was like, "Oh, cool!" So I got my drink, and I, I like away. that. You <laughs> obviously see him having a drink, yes, so you're clearly. like, "I couldn't I'm think gonna, of anything." So breathing, huh? huh? That heart still beating. <laughs> How's that going? I love that. So, because uh, I genuinely drew a blank, because I'm usually pretty good right. to the draw. I'm pretty quick I'm, I'm, with my quips and my okay. jokes. I'm pretty good. I like, I'd like yourself. You oh, know, thank you're you. Pretty, pretty thank professional. Um, but I just drew a blank because the whole time I was. Stumped on who the hell he was. Right. So uh, when I walk back over to my friends and this gentleman leaves the party, their uh, their jaws uh, pretty much dropped, and they're like, "What did you say to him?" And I was like, "I couldn't. Who is he? I know he's a he's a white guy in a lot of right. movies, and I know I recognize his face, but I can't think of anything." So they're like, "Um, that's Draco's dad." And I'm like, dang. You're saying I was talking to Lucius Malfoy? Lucius? Like, yes. You say Lucius, I say Lucius, Lucius, but that's... Lucius, Lucian, my dog's right, name is Right, the Malfoy. But, uh, yes, the Malfoy. But dang. they told me his name, am which I, I, it's drawing a blank right now. Right, too. right, right. But we'll say Michael Richardson, which is a complete made-up that's, name. Yeah, but, no, uh, I think that's... But they tell me, like, you were speaking to, basically, you right. know, Lucius Malfoy or, or Draco's dad. I keep touching that. Is it, isn't but, he English? I, I, was, I was drawing a blank. <laughs> I couldn't right. tell. I couldn't but tell. But when he answered you, did he answer you in an English remember. accent? I totally blocked like, it. I don't so know. What's, uh, He's what's like, crazy. people in Texas. Oh, people. He saw me taking a drink like, and he asked me. <laughs> They're so dumb. Never coming back again. <laughs> right. But, uh, but so once they told me that it was pretty much Draco's dad, I was like, oh my God, I would have taken off my sock and given it to him and asked him to sign it. I could have done so, I could right. have so many places And he would have been like, really, bro? He would have belonged. I'm he probably would have had a signed sock already. Right. He's like, ah, you're one of those here. Bastard. But, uh, yeah. but I drew such a blank, I, I failed and missed my opportunity. But now I have this great story to share. What, okay, what if you were like, here's my sock, and he was just like, ugh. And then boom, black puff of smoke, he's gone. You know what? I would like, literally die. Right. I would die from And then shock. you're like, wait a minute, where's my wallet? And you're like, that guy straight jacked me. And I'd hear like a whispering voice in the wind just be like, enjoying your drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. So uh, 20 years later, right, right. the next day, uh, since I had met Dana, the right. voice of Master Shake And Lucius before, Malfoy. And Lucius You party Malfoy. with Lucius. If we're not to the story, this dude was partying with Draco's dad. Well, I'm sure we're pissing off a bunch of Harry Potter fans. Right. Now, which well, I'm totally okay My with. wife is, you know, yeah, 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 a, a huge yeah, yeah. Harry Potter fan. Yeah. I call myself a huge Harry Potter fan, but I don't know that guy's name. Yeah, well, my... my, my and my, and, and I, I like to claim Slytherin, so I should know that guy's name. That's true. Slytherin. But my best friends, a lot of them are huge Harry Potter book fans. But I... I have ADD, so I'm a visual person. I think so, I'm like with said, you, bro. I never really read the books, but I'm obsessed. I saw with the movies. That's what. Yeah, and I think that's just I'm the exact same book. I, I love it the same way. Right. We're, we're but, uh, we like cinematography. We like the the yeah, cinema. Yeah, and that's the one I like when people say the books are always better. But since I don't read the books, I can't tell. But I think it's because right. they had to waste. And the I'm time always like, <laughs> well, I don't. Even, I know what Harry looks like now. Nobody had to tell. I'd have to come up with it myself. That Somebody told me. To him. 
Yeah, so I, I always go movies just because I'm like, yeah. I'd rather not think. I'm That's why I watch a movie. We're good. Sure. So yeah, so Dana. time for all that. Dana, so, uh, Master Shake. Master Shake. Master the Shake. So the next day, since I had had this little moment with him, right, right. Um, I go over. He's there signing autographs, and my friend uh, Marcus and Tammy wanted to meet him. So I take them over to him, and uh, they brought him this really, really cool, like, hand, because Tammy does, um, I'm going to say crocheting. I believe, okay. I think it's crocheting. Yes, with she the does, two sticks. A, yes. She's an awesome yeah. man. She crochets plush figures. Um, out of string? Can you believe it? Right. But um, so I took them over and they met him. And my friend Marcus was a little flabbergasted, like he uh, he didn't know what to say, which was adorable because he was like, uh, this, "We're big fans." But uh, it was really, really cool to actually meet him and to be a really nice guy. And, and Dana, Master Shake, was really Hold nice, on, really social. Before you go on, my favorite thing is that we have a laptop sitting. With oh, arm's yeah. reach. Yeah. We could have Googled that guy's name such long ago. Everybody's name. And we just and have just, not. I just, we just keep touching it with our hands. <laughs> right, it's closed. We could open it. Sorry. Continue. What Master Shake. Go ahead. So, uh, so Dana was really, really, really cool. Really yeah. nice guy. Really social, um, which I thought was really nice. Like I said, even if right. it's for a voice actor, just really, as a person, just like you mean, you're like, that's a cool guy. He's yeah, for sure. Interested. He didn't have to be. Meets thousands of people. Yeah. Goes to cons. And it's mainly that. I think you meet a million people. And, and so, still be intrigued with the one person right. in front of you. I was like, that's really cool and really exactly. for the moment. So, um, so I wish you were more like that, but go ahead. Oh, can you believe it? But, um, <laughs> no. Who are you guys? <laughs> no. um, so he pointed out my shirt. He said he liked my shirt. And that morning I was wearing one of my Mario shirts, which is a right. Mario, a hipster Mario design that I had done holding a skateboard. Oh, very And I had cool. printed it on one of my shirts. And I was wearing it. And he said he liked my shirt. And where I'd gotten, I told him, oh, it's one of my designs. And he's like, well, no way. So, uh, so he's like, he's, like, I'm gonna come to your booth. I'm gonna check out your stuff. And I was like, right. well, you know, you're a celebrity. You got a little bouncer guy here. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I appreciate you saying that. You don't have, don't worry about it. But I appreciate right. you liking my stuff. He's like, no, no, no. In a minute, I'm gonna stop signing autographs and I'm gonna come and take a look at your stuff. And I was like, all right, well, you, you do that. That's nice meeting. You know, right, yeah, right. he's really busy. He's got a line anyways. You know. Okay. So literally about five minutes later, he comes running to my booth and checks out my stuff, and we have a couple conversations. How we like my stuff and. How he has a podcast called Drunk on Disney. Check it out, drunkondisney.com. Uh, ah, plug, plug, plug. plug I like plug. it. Uh, it's like Inception. It's like a podcast within a podcast. Within a podcast. But, uh, <laughs> but they have a, a podcast called Drunk on Disney, and uh, they they have an annual, I guess, celebration or get-together or live podcast okay. at um, Florida Supercon and also Animate Miami. Okay. And they invited me to go out there and maybe if I designed um, a limited edition print for them for their special event, the Drunk on Disney event. And uh, if I could be part of it, which is really, really cool of, of that event. And uh, I said, I'd love to. So I met up with them in Miami and made this really, really cool Drunk on Disney print where it's a bunch of like Disney characters kind of drink, drinking a little bit on yep. one of those little, uh, the Disney, I'm going to say tour boats. It's right. Like the the amazing it's not print. The word. We have one. Um, we might have sold it. You, I think you did. We had good. some. I yeah. got to get you some more. Those are awesome. That would be good. But, uh, but it turned out to be a really, really cool design. And it was a great experience meet, meeting Guy, which is um, the other gentleman from uh, Drunk on Disney. A uh, guy, I'm going to say Hutchinson. Okay, we'll go Horrible, with I can't remember names. Guy, you're right. the best. I love you. And then Dana Snyder is also on there, and I think there's uh, two or three other people who's my laptop's dead, so I can't look up right, right, a horrible right. person. But uh, it was a really great experience with them and hanging out with them. Um, and it was a really, really cool. And this was where? This was, uh, I started designing it here, and that was for Florida Supercon. Which and so they flew you out. Yeah, they flew me out there, and then we Whoa, had a great give me a little flights. It was a, a really awesome event, and they, okay. uh, it's a really cool podcast, and it's most, it's kind of like us, where you just kind of sit around, a bunch of cool people just, just talking, and it's right. so fun we to see We have one cool person out. here, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just in it, like. Blushing again. No, I'm not. But um, but they were really, really cool guys. And it was really cool to have, um, I think the term, I think after the event was done, because I got to hang out with them more uh, personally, I guess, in Miami. 
I thank them for being uh, filthy bastards. I like that. And I think that's the best way I could sum it up. I said, I appreciate you guys being just as filthy bastards as I am. And I had a great time. And you guys were so awesome. I can't wait to do it again. That's so awesome. hopefully now in uh, October, I might be doing um, Animate Miami that's with very them again. Cool. Um, and maybe we'll have some new art out of that too. So uh, we'll see what we collaborate on. I would love that. that. Anything you make for them, I get and I you sell it. it. You got the so bones, you know. You I'm, take, I'm like, uh, you yeah. know, like a little little scavenger. I'm a little little vulture, just taking what you have left from these shows. I'm okay. I'll totally take it and I'll sell it. And everyone selling <laughs> artists and talks to no, the gallery. Really cool yeah. stuff. And that's what, that's what I said about experimenting. And keep going back to the beginning where I, I guess I'm an artist or a creative because I'd like right. to be able to play with it with different people and, and with right. different characters right. and just see where it goes. I think it's awesome. So you're on the con scene. You're mm-hmm. you're meeting other artists. You're meeting yep. people that are in industry and you're planning on just launching from there you, you've done you've been in it what about a year doing cons in the con over a year about a year yeah about a year. year and um that's just going it's building it's building so yeah. next year you plan on taking off doing a few more cons yeah for sure um and and um I'm, well, i guess we'll wrap it up we're almost at an hour 47 minutes i used oh to go 30 gosh. we just yap we some yappers. yappers but um no i appreciate everything you do I'm going to end cherish, this with, we yeah. are in talks, me, Mr. Josie Devora. Yes. Did See, it right? you got it. I'm Boom. So yes. What was your name again? Chebby. Chebby. Toyota Hyundai. Um, so I'm Chevy Chevrolet, the excellence of podcast execution. I, um, so thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, so we're talk. We're in talks right we're here. We're in talks. We're in the, 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 plans, the plans are happening. The, the, the world is, is, is the wrapping up. The are going down. It's, it's, it's not set in stone, but it's looking like December 5th. We picked that day today. It might not be that day, but we're thinking December 5th, Mr. Josie is coming to put on an art show here. And the way I, I and it's in his hands, I say, hey, from the front of the room to the back of the room, let's walk around in your head. Let's see your animation. Let's see your art. Let's see what, what, what brings joy to your heart. Yeah. He's taking over the whole building of Toxic City Comics. We're doing an art show. We'll probably have some live music. Um, we're going to kind of try to gear it around Christmas, December 5th. So have your... your oh, come, winter come. A winter, a, a Brewster Pop Winter Wonderland. I'm just gonna have like confetti, like snow in my pocket, and just that'd throw be it at amazing. Just that like, would Merry be Merry Christmas, amazing. <laughs> and hit them with white confetti. R- right, that'd be, right, that'd be that'd be that'd be good. Right. That'd be good. I'll make Lake and clean it up, and she'll yeah. be, just hate she'll you after that. Yeah, like and tweezers. so um, that that's happening. Is there any other things that we need to know about? Um, well, I have an event coming up later on this week, which is um, it's probably won't air. Yeah, it's not gonna yeah. air, baby. Remember that time you guys went to the fanfare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so, for sure, in, so uh, if you didn't see him at fanfare, you missed out. Too bad, too bad. Can't go back. Again. You missed out. But uh, for sure, I'm doing I'm animate Miami at the end of October, okay. and then if you guys uh, want to hop on a plane and go to Miami, you should do it. If you're listening to this from Miami, which I doubt you are, <laughs> they, <laughs> they might. They might be. I have people in Europe Yeah, worldwide. You put it. Well, if you put it, we'll promote you. You promote us. People in Miami, oh oh oh! I don't know oh, any Miami oh, songs. Come on, baby, 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 do that conga. Wait, you what's know, the, what's the Will Smith song? Da, 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 da. Um, Welcome to Miami. I don't know. I don't know any Will. I mean, I know parents just don't understand. Put that loud music down. Let's go. Let's let's name some more Will Smith songs. Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Cisco, the guy from the Thong song. Yes, I think maybe like internally imploded. The dude, no man, he has massive stomps. Does he really? I've never seen a man stomp like he. And remember the video where he's like, boom, and that the ground true. shook. That is true. The best stomper in really the game. Really, a lot of low angle. Cameras, right. Um, for, uh, did you ever hear a parent? A parent just don't understand. And then Nightmare on My, My Street with Will Smith, where no. Freddy Krueger calls him and kills Jazzy Jeff. No. If you have not heard that song, you should totally listen to My it. The whole song. Right here, we can look it up. So he goes and he goes to his movie theater, and then he sees a Freddy movie, and he's like, ah, that's not real. And then Freddy calls him on the phone, or Freddy comes to his house, and he like. Like calls Jeff. He's like, I didn't call Jeff, and he calls him at the end, and he's like, "Why are you calling me, man? It's five in the morning." And then you hear Freddy Krueger's voice come on. And he killed Jeff, and he's like, "No!" 
That's in the heat of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm gonna have to check it out. <laughs> right, it might not have been in that order. It might but, not have been that magical, but, but yeah. the magic. No, 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 it was like, good. It was good. It was. Okay. It was that one. Um, I, I, I don't know any other Will Smith songs. I think that's. Uh, man. I know Wild Wild West for sure. The yes. Men in Black song. Okay. We are the yeah. Black. And then that that song that they made fun of in a uh, 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 Austin Powers, where's the two in one or something, where Mini Me sings. Oh, was that him? Song. I didn't even know that was Will Smith. Yeah. Was it? No. I might be wrong. I, it might be. I don't know. Um, just uh, the two of us. That one. We can make it equal. Yeah, he did it with his side. Just the two of us. He totally did it with his side. Oh, yeah, yeah, Willow yeah. Willow or Willow Murray. No, Willow's the girl. Worcestershire. Because she whips her hair back and forth. Worcestershire Willow. Smith. Smith. This took a dark turn. Yeah. We could have been talking about suicide. We decided to talk about Will Smith. It's going to depress people. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, He's yeah. probably doing some good stuff. He's rich. It's okay. Scientology or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, um... I don't know what Will Smith's doing. Oh, he's going to be in the new... Bringing it back to Talk City Comics, it's going to be in the new Suicide Squad Funny story. Movie. And you guys sell comics yes. and you have some he's... of the Suicide Squad toys and figures Yes, and well. we have... Um, Funny story. Yeah, we're here. So it's like seven suicide degrees... Squad, of, so. Is it seven degrees? I, six degrees I think it's Kevin Bacon. I don't that know. Is, uh, you, want, you want to talk about some Kevin Bacon movies? Stir of Echoes I thought was amazing. Stir of Echoes was amazing. <laughs> right. Um, of all the Kevin Bacon stuff I could have named, that's what I went with, and I'm totally okay with it. Well, there's okay like Footloose, but I'm like, eh. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, I don't. We were we were promoting you and ended up on Kevin Bacon. It happens every all time. All we're gonna do is get some more Kevin Bacon fans. <laughs> it happens all okay, time. That's yeah. a seven degrees of separation. Right but now we're in that. Now no, we're I like that. We're degrees. in the world, and it's it's Chevy and Josie. We can we can be Kevin in the categories Bacon. now. We are. We are. Oh, they talk about them on the podcast all the time. The Avengers of Toxic City, Smith. December fifth. We are having a, jo- a Rooster Pop art show here we're at Toxic City. Celebration. We don't need. We, we gotta come up with a cool name. If y'all have any names. Hit me up on the Facebooks. Yeah. Hit me up on Our the Dr. City Facebook page. Give us some some name advice, and we'll maybe use you it. You know what? So. If it's crazy, because I like crazy. It weird needs to say things. rooster pop. It needs to say toxic. And it needs to say something Christmassy or wintry yes. or whatever. So and the weird you can come up with, we, we, we just might use it. Right. Hashtag hash brown. All that and that'll be the name of our art show. Yeah. Which we're doing. And uh, Reda Boys doesn't it's know virus. this, but I'm going to try to get them to play that night, too, if this airs before I talk we to them. We want you guys. Reda Boys, we're going to do a little reggae, ska, um, Christmas carols. Right, 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 right. But it's so good. They have a chick lead singer. It's amazing. They played Rock the House. We like played the them a few peeps? times. Like the little <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like little, like little chicks. Made marshmallow covered in little sugar. Chicks. Delicious. No, by, I love by, them already. By chick, I mean female. I guess yes. that's politically incorrect, and yes. I'm okay with it. Cool. I'm never... Their music is <laughs> amazing. You showed me a sample yes. of their stuff. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I want to marry it. It's on other podcasts, too. If you oh, heard. there you go. Okay. So, so our listeners have heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Cross-promotion. If, if they listen to every single one we've done, and they should if they have They haven't. should. What are you doing? You can go back right now! And listen to other podcasts. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I want you to listen but right to- now, I have Mr. Josie Devota. Yes. And um, let's let's plug you, baby. What you got? Um, well, I've got my website, okay. uh, which uh, uh, mainly it's my shop where you can see my like prints and stickers. There's some plushes on there. Um, the next couple months, I'm going to be adding a lot more stuff, which I'll just leave as more stuff for now. Okay. Um, but there'll be some more cool gear that you can carry around with you and show your art instead of just... Because at some point, you run out of walls, right? Okay. And so what's the might, website? Uh, my website's roosterpop.com. Okay. Which is rooster like the bird or pigeon. I'm not sure what category that falls into. And pop like modern art, so like POP. Okay. So roosterpop.com. Um, there's a lot of cool I like that you there. went through the hassle of uh, explaining what a rooster was. But yeah, 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 yeah. Some sort of chicken. Some sort of chicken <laughs> right? with no boobies. Right. But, uh, but then I also have uh, my Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. On my Instagram, you get to see a lot of the, uh, the pre-artwork. So you get to see the sketches before they become the inkings, before they become the digital coloring, before they become the prints or stickers or concept or toys or plush or whatever right. it is. So definitely Instagram's a good place to check out my stuff, too, because you get to see a lot of like the behind-the-scenes stuff, which is what I love seeing about other right. artists, too, so you can and see their the process. Everything's rooster pop. Everything's rooster pop. So 
search. Rooster Pop, you'll find. Just Google it. Google Rooster Pop yeah. on Instagram, Tumblr, boom, Facebook. Boom, 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 boom. It'll come I think, up. I think I've got a blog the, the, spot. The I'm most sure. exciting thing, um, we're in talks right now, and it's just talks. I'm trying to get Mr. Josie. Those are words. He's, he's working on building toys. I think we're coming up with a custom Toxic City toy. Our little school character. We're, we're in the process of creating our own vinyl figure, and I hope that that comes to life one day. Yeah. And that will turn into a plethora of comics, a plethora of things. Oh, that's such a sexy and word, so, plethora. I, like I love that. that. I just use the word right. plethora. I throw it out there when I can. How much chicken you know? do you want? A plethora. <laughs> plethora chicken. Bring me a plethora chicken. I might eat it. might rub it on so my, my shirtless chest. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel right. So I don't know where we're going with this, but um, it's I It's been like pretty it. clean. I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah, I like, surprised. I'm pretty, you haven't? Yeah. I didn't have to beep you once. I'm pretty excited about that, but um, <laughs> uh, other than that, man, Josie, um, let me ask you this one more thing, and then we'll rock and roll. You're coming in. You've worked at other shops around Houston. You've done whatever. Talk City Comics, man. How you feeling about it coming in? I because it was we bumped into each other. Comic Comics. We, like we started. We did. I got you in the gallery. Bumping and I said, grinding. hey, this is what we do. For some crazy reason, you believed me. I know, right? And you came to check it out. I must have been drinking. I'm kidding. I'm right. Kidding. But I could. For the right. Reference. But uh, but I love it. Like I said, you know. A shop's a shop. A store's going to sell stuff. Right. But when I come here, you know, other than you obviously having a great personality, when I come here, everybody that, that works here is really, really interested in what you have to say and what you like and what are the things they can show you. And then they always talk about the events that are coming up, too. Um, and they genuinely just want to know how you're doing, which I think is really cool right. for a shop, instead of just worrying about what you're going to buy for the day, just see how you've been since the last time you came by. I think that's really cool atmosphere-wise. And then on top of that, the theming in here where it's not just comic books. It's comic books and gaming and paintings and and plushes and figures and there's a little bit of everything I like it because it kind of feels like a tiny little mall of everything right. um, and on top of that the good you know the good service that you guys give here but then you also have game consoles out there so I can right, sit right. on your couch and just play some Nintendo 64 what, what? Right. so that's always a magical experience for me so whenever I don't feel like talking to you because your right. breath is stank or something thank you, thank I can just you. play it your happens. games it, it happens, happens. Mm -hmm. but your gum's right there thank but, you uh, but, uh, but it, it, it just seems like a really fun place to come and hang out and I enjoy it so I mean if you haven't come here you need to swing by because that's awesome. even if you're not going to buy anything we just need some love. Just show us the love because it's so fun to come right. here. It's so cool. See, I like how you said us. You're part of the Talk City family, baby. You see that? You, you see that? You just jumped Adopt in. me. My <laughs> parents don't want me anymore. Right. So we have Josie Devora from Rooster Pop. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being on this podcast. It's a pleasure. Thank you for your art. If you have not picked up a piece of Rooster Pop art, we have Do it. tons of What's the word I'm looking for? Prints is what I'm looking for here at Talk City Comics. And stickers. You and stickers. My sticker. We have my stickers. Hand, let me point out my stickers for one second. Okay. Go. Uh, not Get only are they designed, right? So I, I, I hand draw. Look at that sexy gum. Mm -hmm. uh, you, like every artist would know, I draw it by hand. I ink it by hand. Then I scan it because I'm going to print them. Um, I print them in a high-quality printer on high-quality sticker paper. Then I laminate them so they're waterproof and UV protected so you can put them on your car or your jetpack or your skateboard, anything right. sexy you want. Um, and then I hand-cut all of them. So I try to put as much handmade love into these stickers. Right. So, if, And you're, you're you. You're, it's Rooster Pop is all you. It's, it's, all, it's, it's your all hands. Me. It's your yeah. blood. It's your sweat. Yeah. There's no every production Rooster team Pop, no. yet. Every, every, you make a bunch of money, but there's no production team. It's all you. with me. Every envelope. You put everyone in there. Yeah, yeah whenever I get online orders, I'd like to make it personal, so I like right. to draw on the envelope. And, and put little stickers and stuff because it, it makes it feel more personal because in the end, I mean, the only way I can create more stuff right. is if I sell stuff. And when you blow up and start selling millions upon millions, you're not going to be able to do that. I'm not. So do I'm it not. now. It's going to be so hard. Right. You know, right. So, so alongside up. the uh, December 5th art show, our plan, our ultimate goal, will it come to fruition or not? Did I use that word? Fruition. 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 Uh, why do oh, I try to use words? I don't know. I like it when you try it. <laughs> thank it you. It makes thank me you. feel smart. I like I, it. The plethora. No. I, <laughs> um, I, uh, is that you have a rooster pop section, not just in the gallery, but in our store. It's, yes. It's bags. It's toys. It's art. Yeah. It's whatever pops Plushies, in your head that you want to do. And so that's our goal with our art show is 
the, yeah. the almost the beginning stages of the launch of that shirts yeah. maybe when uh, later on yeah for sure it'll be on. like the the premiere event too and right. that's why I'm pushing I mean uh, the fifth of December is coming close and there's a lot right. of stuff I want to do like I said I like to play with experiment with different arts and forms right. so for sure hopefully uh, I'll get as much as I can done so we can we can show this whole. We can push it and push all this cool right, stuff. Right, right. Where it's toys, figures, so plushes. It's it's like the launch of a rooster pop section yeah. inside of Toxic exclusively City, at Toxic which City I Comics. love that. Very I fancy. love that. I'm so, anyways, thanks again for being here. It's awesome. This is the longest podcast I've ever done because we yeah, we because we're gappers. so cool. I don't think we talked about anything, which is even cooler. Right, right. We, <laughs> we talked about some Tim Burton some master Burton. shit. We just promoted other people. Yeah, right. and I'm okay with That's it. That's we're cool. I'm with okay people. with it. Cool yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we man, we'll it. bring you back. We'll bring your crew. We'll get some Lolo. We need some, some Lolo up in here. Some yeah, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. If you've ever heard of it, it's like Cheyenne was here. Pretty much. I think he talked more here now, not being here, than if he was here. So, quick shout out to Cheyenne and his people of the Cricket Village because that's pretty much what he's. So, like. all right, we're going to shut up. I'm going to shut this down. Thank you for coming on this adventure. Thank you for riding with us. Um, the Adventures of Toxic City, man. Check it out uh, if you're checking it out. So check out our latest podcast if you haven't, the ones prior to this one. I'm shutting up right now. Mr. Josie, thank you for he hooty hood. <laughs> Before we left, we are out. We want to thank Mr. Josie from Rooster Pop. Thanks for being on. Thanks for sharing your heart, your inspirations, man. Thanks for your crazy Comic-Con stories. You are the best. We love you here. Um, check him out, Rooster Pop on anything that is Instagram, that is Facebook. Check out his website. He is up and coming. He's doing some big stuff right here. December 5th, my friends, we will have a Rooster Pop art show. This whole place is going to be covering Rooster Pop stuff. I'm telling him to take it over. Let us walk around in your thoughts. Let us walk around in your head. Also, accompanying that art show, we will have the return of Retta Boys live here at Toxic Music, at Toxic City Comics. It is our Toxic Music Live, I should say. Red Voice is coming in. It's a holiday show. They're doing one set, Christmas carols, reggae, sky, and that Red Voice style. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. Mark your calendars, December 5th. Come on out. Rock and roll with us with Red Voice. Check out the Rooster Pop Art Show. It's going to be an amazing time. Getting ready for the holidays. Buy all your friends some art. They will love you for it. They didn't get nothing from Target. They got original art from Rooster Pop himself, Mr. Josie. It's going to be awesome. So come check that out. Um, again, as you're listening to this, one week from today, next Friday, October 30th. I don't know when you're listening to this, but if you listen to it the day it came out on October 30th, if you hear that before, then come to our zombie alley. Pretty much you're getting shoved out the back door of Toxic City Comics into our alley and it is going to be covered with 30 to 40 zombies with obstacles to get around, to hide behind. You need to pick up a med pack. You need to fight your way to the end of this alley to survive without getting your flag pulled. We're doing a flag football style. You're wearing flags around your waist. If a zombie pulls your flag, it's like you're dead, man. It's over. It's over, brother. So... Check that out, October 30th, Zombie Alley. I'm going to shut up as me, me and Mr. Josie got in our Will Smith talk. Let me let you hear on our way out. This is Will Smith, Nightmare on My Street. It's hilarious. Check it out. Ride with us again next week. Thanks for coming on this adventure. You guys are amazing. You're the reason we do this podcast. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the support. All you listeners, all you faithful listeners, you guys are rock and roll, baby. Here it is, Will Smith. Nightmare on my street. We are out, babies.
like to tell about this guy you all know me as we scared as hell. He comes to me at night after I call into bed. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred. He wears the same hat and sweater every single day. And even if it's hot outside, he wears it anyway. He's gone when I'm awake, but he shows up when I'm sleeping. If I remember it right And we had just gotten back off tour last night So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy If we summon up the posse and dumb rush the movies I got Angie, Jeff got Tina Ready Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life That was alright though cause the lady was chill Then we dipped to the theater Said to ill buggin' Cole having a ball And something about Elm Street was the movie we saw The way it started was decent, you know Nothing real fancy about this homeboy named Fred And this girl named Nancy But word when it was over, I said, yo, that was death And everything seemed alright when we left But when I got home and laid down to sleep That began the nightmare on my street So with sweat and man, I was bugging. I checked the clock and it stopped at 12:30. It had melted. It was so darn hot and I was thirsty. I wanted something cool to quench my thirst. I thought to myself, Yo, this heat is the worst. But when I got downstairs, I noticed something was wrong. I was home all alone, but the TV was on. I thought nothing of it as I grabbed the remote. I pushed the power button and then I almost choked when I heard this awful voice coming from behind. It said, Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long Cause got halfway up the block I calmed down and stopped screaming Then thought, oh I can't, I must be dreaming I strolled back home with a grin on my grill I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill I walked in the house, the big bad fresh prince But Freddy killed all that noise real quick He grabbed me by my neck and said Here's what we'll do, we got a lot of work here So I can get some sleep But give me a call And maybe we'll hang out next week I pat him on the shoulder Said thanks for stopping by Then I opened up the door And said take care guy He got mad Drew back his arm And slashed my shirt I laughed at first And thought hold up that hurt It wasn't a dream man This guy was for real I said Freddy uh How it's been an awful mistake here No further words And then I darted upstairs Crashed through my door Then jumped on my bed Boom a cop is up Over my head Said With his claws tried to get me But my alarm went off And then silence It was a whole new day I thought <laughs> I wasn't scared of him anyway Until I noticed those rips in my sheets And that was proof that there had been a nightmare On my street
Come on, come on. Come on, Jeff, answer. Come on, man. Hello? Jeff, it's Prince, man. Jeff, wake up. Jeff, wake up. What do you want? Jeff, wake up, man. Listen to me, Jeff. It's 3 o'clock Jeff, in the listen, what Jeff, you would want? you listen to me? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Man. Jeff, listen to me. So, don't so, go to sleep. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Jeff, I'm going Jeff. to bed.